everybody, this is Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. This is a special news bulletin edition of our show. We already recorded our weekly show, but we had so much news that we're like, let's just do another fucking episode. Uh, this is me, Pratik Sarastava. Unfortunately, uh, Sam Medina and Xavier uh, Vacuna can't be here. Shout out to them. So I brought in, you look to your brothers, you look to your blood from Chicago. And we got a very special guest making his Gimmick Street debut Uh very funny comic out of Chicago, also a reporter for Sports Kita. Uh, the one, the only uh, Kevin Callum. How are you, Kevin? My shoot job. I'll use some wrestling terminology. Ooh, I'm a comedian by night. I'm a comedian by night. Kayfabe, I'm a comic. Kayfabe. Shoot, I'm, I work in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but Which is just ridiculous. Come. When I tell that to wrestling comedy dorks, they're like, they don't make any sense. I'm like, here, I'll show you my taxes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, you and I have had uh, plenty of fun yelling at wrestling events in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, worth mentioning to yeah. some of our uh, Gimmick Street listeners, uh, a lot of times when I've gone to some of the big events and we report on them, the person I'm usually there with is my man, Kevin Kellum. We we went to the Royal Rumble and you had the press seat. We shared a bed. We shared a bed at the Royal Rumble. We screamed. No, we shared, we shared a bed at SummerSlam. We had to share a bed at SummerSlam. We didn't share bed at SummerSlam, but we should have at Royal Rumble. We should have. You and I slept somewhere in the same room or something like that. It It might have been SummerSlam last year, actually. It was that SummerSlam in Nashville. Nashville. It was was, a fun one. That was wild because you literally – I took the Greyhound bus – you got mm-hmm. there, you and I was like, "Oh man!" And you were like, "No, you were getting up to go do the press." And you, it was like a yes. clock in, clock out. You you were clocking in at like six a.m. You had just taken the worst Greyhound it seemed like ever, and I've done those before too. Yeah, uh, not driving. You just do what you got to do. Yeah, and riding out there with Chris Damon, and uh, he turned around, uh, snorted at both of us, and just rolled back over <laughs> as a comedian. <laughs> Uh, just a big old goofball. And then I yeah. went and uh, interviewed people for SummerSlam. I won't be in Detroit this year. We have some great people, though. So if you follow stuff with wrestling, we're going to be a part of the Media Day Junket in the next, like, 72 hours, wherever you're getting this. So just uh, follow us at WrestleBinge. Uh, is our Sports Key to Wrestling channel? We have two of them. WrestleBinge is more like interviews and personalities. And Sports Key Wrestling is the one you'll hear me on, which is more like the countdowns and lists and, like, the analytic stuff and, like, Getting into like, oh, this is why this should happen. We just dropped some big videos this week about p- potential returns, surprises and stuff. I, I assume we'll touch on that. Uh, but just seek out both those YouTube channels. They're up right now. We're also a podcast. If you're a podcast person. There's podcast audio of me four or five days a week. Uh, you guys can check out Vince Russo, Bill Apter, the legendary Bill Apter is on it. Uh, Teddy Long is on our podcast feed every single week. Dutch Mantel. Uh, we just dropped an interview with Gunther. We just dropped an interview with Natalia. And, and you can get our Sports Kita app where you can just go and completely curate your entire following. If you just want news about Seth Rollins and you don't want to Google anything else, we literally can be your Seth Rollins button. You pull up on your phone. and boom, Oh, that's perfect. Right. You're like, uh, I want to know what Seth Rollins is doing. I want to know if, if Becky Lynch will be on the card. Yes. Hey. Like you can literally you can literally gear the entire thing towards your specific interests. If you just want to know about SummerSlam, we literally have a page just for, for that. that. Yeah, and you, uh, and yes, you we are optimizing your experience because people don't want to Google. You too guys much. do a good job of like history lists and countdown lists. You guys do, yeah, a lot, I, and a lot of analytical things. You know, uh, shout out to Raju, who's our main content director. Like, there's sometimes I'm like, what is this article? I'll see the headline, and then I know reading the article like 10 or 20 minutes. I'm like, this is really well done. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. and, and then there's other stuff. You're like, all right, we got to make a correction. This, we got to do this. And there's just a, a lot of really, really great people across the world that work for sports. Keto. It's truly an international operation and uh, the number one sports news resource for a lot of people in India. 
and uh, breaking some big stories. We broke a story. I know, I know you're you're of API descent. Uh, WWE going to go to India. They're going to go to yeah. India in September. Let's touch on that real time. quick. Actually, is that first now, time in many years? First time in many, many years, years. Actually, now they did a superstar spectacle before, but that was taped in the Thunderdome era. That it was, was taped in the Thunderdome, and I, there was some speculative. Um, idea that yeah that was certainly something that they did for sony which is the major television network they network with yeah in india uh, and that they wanted to do something around the republic day around the holiday yeah it was a big holiday or something yeah it was actually kind of neat and they feature kind of a lot of the show was very centric on a lot of indian town some talent that we haven't even seen in wwe nxt that's in their developmental system uh veer and senga and jinder mahal were featured on the show it's guys crazy. that are very popular in india were featured yeah. on the show drew mcintyre is very very popular in India. Rome Reigns very Rome very Reigns popular. Very well, um, uh, and and just WWE in general is popular. Uh, oddly enough, this show that's running in September. I know we're we're off topic. We'll talk about the big Vince McMahon news. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. But let's, let's touch on this. That's my radio guy. I gotta I gotta start teasing yeah. something. Who? Uh, but no. But they're running. They're running like a five thousand seat indoor uh, arena for this, which I thought they okay. would run a much much bigger building. Uh, but I got, I guess uh, there ticket prices are a big thing. People kind of balk at ticket prices. That's what I'm told. Like, so they wanted to sell a room. They knew they could sell. They want to so. sell. They don't want to overshoot because if you yeah. remember when they did the, the big superstar, it was going to be like a two day thing. This was when Jinder Mahal, two, was this is going to be, a, they were going to do a two day stadium event and they ended up in, in 2017. Yeah. They caught one of the days and they brought it down to one show and, I, and they still did very fairly well with it, but it wasn't a solo. People think when you don't sell out a show in wrestling that it's bad at the arena level. No, you can still do very, very well. Exactly. And you can still get like tens of thousands of people on the show. It's okay. And still make a lot of money too, by the way. So I'm guessing all the, you know, all the big players will be there from, from, from India as well as, you know, non, not, non, non, no Roman reigns on that show. Uh, the names are advertising for it though. are still pretty big. Seth Rollins will be on the show. Becky Lynch will be on the show. Uh, they've announced no matches. It's September. It's a long, yeah. long. It's that's still a while away. Uh, but it'll sneak up on us here pretty quickly. September eighth. Big in India. She does a lot of press in the in the whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, and all the big Indian names. Ginger will be on the show. Ginger will be on there. I'm guessing Beer and Sengo will be on the show. Uh, will be there. Maybe maybe even Ali. I know he's Pakistani, but you can throw him in no. there. Come on, you know there's still a lot of Paki people who would, would travel to see something like that. It's going to be in Adirabad on September 8th. Uh, and uh, whether or not that's going to air in the WWE Network for everyone internationally, Peacock in the United States, uh, but it's it, it certainly seems like based on the press, it's going to air on Sony in in India. Uh, and But how that will air for us, I don't how know. How that will air for be, us. I mean, it could yeah. just be a glorified house show that they just yeah. air. Special. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I know some people may be upset to hear that. But yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like we got a lot of big news here. We got a lot, a lot of lot of big stuff to get through in, on the street of gimmicks. Uh, but let let's touch on the the big news of the day. Uh, our man Vince McMahon uh, has been sub is subpoenaed, basically. Yes. Uh, so uh, Vince McMahon has been served. Uh, he did get a search warrant. There was a subpoena. Uh, I've had a lot of people who are uh, very much on the anti-WWE bandwagon that are wrestling fans that were telling me, like, are they going to get him on this? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I I, I don't need to upset anybody, but, like, this doesn't seem as bad as you might think it seems. It doesn't seem good. That's the big thing I'm realizing is... It doesn't seem good. Now, WWE had to reveal this in their second quarter investment call. They're a publicly traded company. They're going to merge with Endeavor, uh, which is part of the William Morris Endeavor Agency, a huge deal. Big trade deals. Yeah, they're going to own a majority stake of the company. There'll still be uh, some of the company that's owned by people that are in WWE now, and it'll still be a publicly traded company. It's going to trade as TKO before the end of the year. So they had to put this out for uh, 
investors. They had to issue this in a stock call, and they did. But they also did while they're recording record profits now. Uh, WD is kind of doing very well with inflation. <laughs> it's worth noting that. Uh, financially, they're doing some very, very big things, and they're up for new TV deals. I had a, I had a buddy of mine who was just like, oh, AW's going to beat WD. I'm like, their last investor call last year, they're doing very well for fourth quarter. Yeah, they, 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 some, of, some of their like beef show backlash was the most watched ever did. Most they've watched. done a lot of money. Some individual arena events where they're making the most money they've made in those venues Mania was ever in 10 years or whatever. Mania Smackdown, the Smackdown they did at MSG was the most money they've ever made in Madison Square Garden. Right. Put that into perspective. The, uh, so uh, the, so the, and, but this, yeah. this aside, yeah. Vince is getting investigated, right? Yes. Uh, this is all tied to uh, the investigations that were done into him internally by WWE. That were done by a third party last year while Vince was out of the company and retired before he returned. And then the whole thing happened with the merger. Mm -hmm. Uh, So kind of catch you up to it. Uh, He's under the Security and Exchange Commission. They're the one who issued the federal warrant and the subpoena. So he's under investigation. And this is related to not disclosing spending money to hide whatever those misconducts and infidelities are, which he's outright said, Yeah, you know, I, I didn't do anything illegal. He's confirmed there were infidelities and people have accused him of some awful things. Some other people have said it's a quid pro quo thing. There's a lot of mixture of, of what these things are. He's settled with one person just because he said, I didn't do anything wrong. I just don't want to drag this out. Settled. It isn't yeah. good. I, I'm going to settle. And, uh, and he did that with one person. So it's worth noting that I know before anyone screams at me here, and I'm not being <laughs> a WWE shill because I've had people no. yell at me and say that. Uh, but this is what Vince said. Uh, in, 2000, in 2022, WWE formed a special committee to review the allegations of misconduct against me. The review was concluded in November of 2022. The following extensive investigation uh, throughout this experience, I have always denied any intentional wrongdoing and continue to do so. I am confident that the government's investigation will be resolved without findings of any wrongdoing. I am focused on completing the recovery process for my recent spinal surgery, which happened, oh, interesting uh, on closing on closing our transaction with Endeavor, which will create one of the prominent global sports entertainment brands. WWE added to this because Vince is once again back on the executive board. Uh, they said, we believe this is a continuation of the investigation and that commenced last summer. WWE has cooperated throughout and fully understands and respects the government's need for a complete process. So they've uh, they've not challenged the government on doing any investigation. Yeah, they're not challenging. Uh, Nick Khan gave a no comment recently. Somebody asked him. And Vince, worth noting, Vince is on medical leave until further notice because he just had surgery on his spine and he's in his late 70s. Isn't that interesting? Because we're also getting reports every week from dirt sheets. And I'm not trying to knock anybody. but We're also hearing, oh, he's backstage. Oh, he's controlling creative. Oh, he's got spinal surgery. Oh, he's being subpoenaed. So it's almost like what is happening? We don't even know. Like, are well, people- I mean, Vince was always going to have influence on WWE, no matter what. It's just no how what. much influence is he going to have? Is it still Triple H's company? Yeah. Will Vince come in and make changes sure. to it? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just less changes than we were getting uh, when Triple H wasn't running WWE. Right. So I don't. I know so. screams at their TV about it and stuff like that. But it is. That's where it is. When something goes wrong, they're like, "Oh, we Vince must have had a hand in the thing that you didn't like." That must be mm-hmm. it. And where also could be that Triple H may have had a hand in the thing, the storyline that you didn't like, you know? Uh, it's also worth knowing WWE is confirming in the same statement that uh, McMahon will remain the executive chairman during this time as they continue closing on the merger a deal with UFC under Endeavor. And it's also worth noting he has an, a contract that ties to that uh, in, in how he'll have some type of role with whatever the new company is when it's completely 
But there's also a more. I, I believe he had to sign a morality clause too for his new. Yes, there was something there too. So you know. Yeah, uh, but this is more related to how he spent money to right. uh, you, you call them hush payments, whatever you want, agreements, non-disclosure agreements, things like the NDAs, uh, and whether or not that was an money. expense because he spent his own money on that was yeah. it an expense that he should report publicly. Exactly, and he didn't report That's it publicly. Yeah. And so, because his image affects the company and, you know, all these things. Of so, course. Um, I, I just don't see this thing getting any worse than it already is. You know what I mean? I mean, the worst it could be is if it holds up the merger. Uh, that's, that, that's You want to talk about I'm doomsday scenarios. That's where I think it's kind of like some weird succession power play. That's my conspiracy theory mind going, yeah. oh, the merger hasn't completed yet. And Triple H and stuff are like, how can we just get him out before this merger happens? I wonder if this puts a ticking time clock on the merger. That's my paranoia. I just, I, I know everyone wants to fantasy book this thing, but it isn't. Fantasy <laughs> we want to fantasy book a trial. <laughs> no, no. And, and there's also just people that resent Vince, but still follow WWE and they want a nightmare book this situation. Yeah. But I'm also like, if you're rooting against WWE in this entire thing, you still have wrestlers. You really love watching. Right. Oh, so that, they would be affected true. by this. Absolutely. This would affect. It is funny how last year a lot of the Vince McMahon stuff came out right around SummerSlam. And now we're yeah. literally a few days away from SummerSlam. And literally, again, this news story just came out. And I wonder if it's same week, same, same week. Like, it's bizarre. Uh, I remember uh, SummerSlam 2022. We were we were there in Nashville. Yeah. And we went to the media day. Yeah. And there were rumblings that Triple H would be there. And Triple H, I think like that Monday or Tuesday, yeah. maybe no, the weekend before, before uh what took over the creative of WWE. Uh and there there was talks of him bringing people back, and then it immediately started to drop. Like like at SummerSlam, he brought back uh creative two swaps. different three people. Yeah. We knew we were getting a Bailey return. We got we got, but then she came out with two other uh, EO Sky and the Critic Guy, uh, yeah. a call up from NXT and somebody who got rehired. And then they started bringing people back left and right, you know. Uh, and it was it was clear this is Triple H's WWE. There's no, you're not going to see um, as many uh, you know things that were Vince's or Vinceisms uh, on the were show. Yeah, yeah. And but you were still getting over the top pro wrestling stuff with character focused things. You're still getting and a lot got, of things at work. We got, we got one of my favorite things ever: the the the, the tractor removing. Oh, the- it was insane. Yeah, and uh, SummerSlam was a well received show. I thought that was a oh, good yeah. show that we went to. Um. um and mind you, but that was all Vince's booking beforehand. Yeah, outside of like some big returns and things I'm in, wondering in between the, the tractor, matches. Who's, whose call was the tractor? I it really was the week of the show that Vince took it. I mean, the Triple H took it over, so he couldn't make too many changes. Yeah, you know, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't really experience them. Yeah, a, a um, tractor is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, but we we were there, and that was the first time Triple H spoke to the press, and he came oh, out yeah. and. He, and uh, we had tr- we got to watch the NXT promo tryouts. These were people the promo. That, that was the other reason he was there, right? Because there was yeah, and we knew he would. So we knew he would be there in some way, but we didn't know he would speak to the press. And there was a lot of us asking that he would. And then we were told he will speak to the press and he will talk about him taking over the company. He would, talk. And, we, and we're like, oh, and then everyone's like scrambling to set up for it, and it mm-hmm. was and kind of an, an insanity. And uh, big shout out to John Alba okay. of Ad Free Shows fame. I could. There were so many of us we couldn't get mics near him. Oh, wow. So I had to shoot over John's shoulder, and I couldn't get my mic to actually record proper audio of it. No. So what John did, who was working for another outlet, not working for the same one I did, he held my mic for me while recording his own audio. 
Let's so see. that we could get quality audio. And I, I always appreciate that. I was, I was always thankful because it was a big opportunity. It was a big opportunity for all of us covering. He got it. I think John there. got it, that it was, it was important. Yeah. John, John's a good guy. He does. He does uh, the 83 weeks, uh, strictly business show with Eric Bischoff. With Eric Bischoff. Every week yeah. On yeah. yeah. And uh, works with Matt Hardy as well. Uh, just a great, great guy. Great journalist. Uh, one of the best people I've, I've met in the business and always a pleasure to meet at all the big wrestling events. I always run into him. Sweet to meet him. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, I do want to touch on something really quick. I know sure. there, speaking of other Vince McMahon, WWE legal things, do you think this is also possibly tied to, or is this in relation to the MLW lawsuit? Because I know that's still going on as well. So the MLW lawsuit is a you little want to bring interesting. Bring us up to speed on that if you can. No, there, there, there's only so much that's known about it. They, they've WWE's tried to get the thing thrown out a handful of times, but Multiple it's times. held up. It's and held it's up. So, uh, so to, to catch people up. Major League Wrestling is a fairly prominent upper tier. I wouldn't call them an indie. Calling them no. an indie is, is dismissive because they've premium. had national they've had national television now for years. Of course. Um, but I would put them in the same realm as an impact. Okay. Uh, an outlier promotion that's above the independent level, but you wouldn't call them what you see in WWE or AEW. Uh, but they have a legacy, they have a long name. Corp Bauer, former WWE writer, ran this before he worked for WWE, went and worked for WWE, got out of it. Worked for UFC, worked for Ring of Honor. He's been around combat sports and pro wrestling yeah, yeah, for a long yeah. time. He was kind of like a student, if you will, of Paul Heyman. He did some stuff with uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard, didn't he as well? Yeah, Bruce worked there for a little bit. Jim Cornette. So, so some people when they're outside of the WWE AEW system have done work there. Sure. MJF started there, yeah, started. Uh, or at least on a national scale, got got worked there, uh, and a, plenty of people worked there. Jacob Vatu is a part of the Anawahi family. And that bloodline is he's been a part of it. Uh Hammerstone Alex Hammerstone just dropped their title. He, they have a lot of like a lot of top-tier independent names in the company. Yeah. Um, they had a deal with a television cable outlet called Reels. Okay. And Reels got a streaming distribution on Peacock. Peacock has live channels, just like when you pull up the WWE channel, that's how you get a live pay-per-view from them. So it's kind of like a combination, like what you see with like Pluto, the traditional cable. Yeah, TV but thing, they have different and on demand. Yeah. Netflix is gonna do that real soon. Real oh, soon. They're going to start reels, doing a live thing. Reels. Real soon. So Reels gets that. So part of Reels' deal with WWE and NBC Universal is a conflict, though, because mm-hmm. WWE, NBC Universal, NBC owns Peacock. Um, we, we're the only wrestling on this. You can't have another wrestling show. Mm-hmm. So Reels, the biggest media deal that MLW's had up to that time, they're on BN Sports, which is a smaller deal cable network. Also in English and in Spanish, which is a big thing that MLW does. They play on the Spanish market, and they do very, very well with that and get good deals and good distribution. They're on over-the-air television in in some of the major markets in the United States, and they do fairly well. I've I've been to some MLW shows. They have one at Cicero State, and they drew 2,200 people. That's 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 a very good number. Uh, And so you're there, but they're kind of always – there was this conflict uh, when they got this deal – with Vice, they were doing something with Vice, and oh, really? As well, because Vice and there were Vice too. TV, and they they, they did uh, a couple, a handful of different specials on there. Yeah, and they were talking about getting a deal with Tubi, which is a major streaming platform. That would have been free. big. For them. Yeah. It's free. It's ad supported. It's owned by Fox, but it's kind of like Fox is the majority shareholder. It seemingly like some people own a majority sh- now. Like Hulu is mainly Disney thing, right? So, um, same idea. Uh, so some big media companies have a controlling interest in it. So it's sort of a conflict again. Hey, we're on Fox. We're SmackDown. We're on Fox. Uh, you can, I think you can get some clips of WWE on Tubi, but you're not getting like, you know, the full shows. You're getting like, you know, you watch Fox. They push Tubi. That's their free streaming service. It's tiered with their over-the-air broadcasting. Yeah. So I'm talking about all these media things. 
I know it's kind of annoying, but you need kind of need to understand this. And saying basically that there was someone in WWE went to Tubi and prevented that deal. And then you see all these other things kind of fall into place. And there was some talk of Major League Wrestling doing some type of work with WWE. Maybe we give you some footage. Maybe you trade some talent. I've heard rumblings of that, too. That went out the window when all this stuff kind of came up. Okay. Uh, and that there was somebody that did some type of intimidating type behavior in a phone call. with That's the conversation that's been going on. Now, I'm not going to confirm that to you. I can't. But I've heard some people, enough people kind of repeat that talking point. Who Where it's it. somewhat truthful. You know, it came out of nowhere. But there's, there's smoke here. All right. Doesn't mean there's fire. Just means there's smoke. Uh, and the fact, another kind of thing that kind of conflicts with this is Jerry McDivitt, who's been the lawyer. legal assassin, yeah. just the, the, an incredible lawyer. You want a good lawyer in the world of entertainment? Jerry McDivitt is a guy you should yeah. employ his services. Uh, he has worked for WWE uh, into since the eighties. Yeah, since the eighties, like he was probably key in the steroids. He beat the, he beat the federal government. The there, federal there was in Dark Side of the Ring. He, of he beat the federal, and that was one of the the more cooperative WWE documentaries yeah. done. Yeah, the outside of WWE, where they sent their lawyer to prove, hey, look, I beat the federal government. That's yeah. been a big thing that people that are in the McMahon circle have talked about. He rarely does government. interviews, by the way. That was yes, rare. he really really does interviews. He is kind of like going into retirement and not going to do this case. Oh. Uh, and that there's some talk of that. So, I mean, it's just a whole, that could change. You know, that, that could that could change anytime. You know, we thought Vince was retired, right? <laughs> right. So um, it just, this thing has been pushed back, pushed back, but there's just uh, some serious stuff with this. And, and I, this, that doesn't mean I think WWE is going to lose a case or I think MLW is going to win it, but it definitely feels like they're going to try and get this thing to trial. You know, like, uh, and they're they're gonna try and get this thing uh, moving here. Um, Does this and, affect the endeavor? Do you think this case has any effect on the potential on the upcoming merger? No, okay. not at all. Not at all. Uh, and, and if if this, there's a very good chance this thing could get settled too, you know, uh, and. It does affect some things. WWE is really uh, good at settling things. Here, here's how this is affecting WWE. It's affecting how they, they they're dealing with people. Because another part of this was they were they were and Core Power has been open about this. He just he just hasn't been saying who he thinks was doing it. But <laughs> contract smart. tampering is another thing here. Mm-hmm. So you have signed talent. Yeah, MLW has people that are signed to the company, and uh, they he's brought this up on podcast appearances. He hasn't said who did it. No. Who, who he thinks did it because he didn't want to get into a defamation territory because he'd have to prove someone actually did it. Wording is really uh, tricky. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer, kind of follows us up and says that basically WWE's kind of like hesitant into bringing in talent that's locked into another company. But that's something they're always going to do. They're always going to want to know what's going on. You know, this, this Cody Rhodes documentary came out on WWE. If you haven't seen it, it's very good. Very good documentary. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I watched it. I just finished it. Uh, about an hour ago uh and in it they kind of talk about how bruce pritchard became aware through someone else cody rhodes is working without a contract so somebody's working without a contract and they're just working on a handshake deal you can have any type of conversation yeah absolutely yeah you can meet them do whatever yeah uh and uh, you know you've talked to talent agents and stuff like that you get when someone they're asking you if you have a contract it shows that they value you or at least they value information you have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but WWE is kind of in a weird situation where, or well, who's talking to you, and how are they talking? Can they talk to you when your contract is coming up, but it hasn't come up? Are you thinking about getting out of your deal? Is it something where talent wants 
to get out of their deal. And then they reach out to WWE and they're kind of doing it through an intermediary, which some people argue, what is the legalese of that? I didn't talk to them. Someone else talked to them for me. me. You know, like that type of stuff. A little birdie told me, you know, like that. Yeah. And wrestling is all about gossip. It's a lot of gossip. And you have friends in different companies. Like there was rumors with the aid, some certain AW talent was talking to WWE through their intermediaries that were at WWE. You know what I mean? Like, and there's some, and you know, you Meltzer saying, you know, the WWE doesn't want to do anything that would put them in a more negative outlook. They don't need this lawsuit. Yeah. You know, and and W other people have accused, like this is similar to what WWE did where you had uh, Daniel Bryan who had a series of concussions that forced him into retirement. And then a couple of years later, after a lawsuit was finalized with separate talent that weren't involved in Daniel Bryan's situation at all, who had hit injuries, they were trying to do like the NFL lawsuit that happened. Right, they were trying to do a big thing, yeah. Yeah, and that didn't go through. And uh, once that was kind of solved, a couple months later, all right, let's let's check you again. You know, and mind you, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson was trying to get checked for years to get back and clear. To he just wanted to wrestle. He wasn't looking. Yeah, suit. but people say, like, look at the timing of it. You know, look at yeah, the timing. Very interesting. You know? uh, and uh, it's part of the, part of having to do this. You know, um, they um, real. So MLW is kind of accusing WWE of being a monopoly in of the course. wrestling industry. Which, uh, and they're yeah. So it's yeah. And they affected the reels deal. They affected it, yeah. uh, the different the deals. Deal. Uh, yeah. yeah, all these yeah. different. It's it's just interesting how you know all this stuff is coming out right now, like Vince being shady, NDA agreements, monopolies. Like it's just interesting how it goes away, but then it keeps coming back. But around. you also had a judge. You had a judge deny WWE trying to get this thing dismissed. So very good chance this goes to trial. You know, and, and someone's going to try and. And the thing is, you got to prove that WWE is a monopoly. I don't know how you can do that. How do you, you prove that's the thing? How do you prove? Yeah, you can I mean, maybe prove there was tampering, but can you prove a monopoly? That's do you have to. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, there's somebody who's a lawyer who went yeah. to law school screaming at their speaker or something like that. But I mean, like, you got to prove <laughs> a lot of different things lot of different with other people mm-hmm. uh, in other ways. Uh, and also, you want to work in wrestling? Who's going to take the stand and go against WWE? No, no one's going to do that. They want to keep their job. Someday Hogan did it, you know, but he didn't make but them. That was bad, after you know, his big money deal. That, yeah, that was yeah. it. And he went wrestle for them again, you know. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Warrior too. We know all that stuff. Yeah, um, and it's it's affected the way that WWE would pursue talent in AEW as well. Of course, I think it's changed. I think it's changed how they don't. You know, they they kind of have hands off now. I think it's made even better. <laughs> Uh, we do have to wrap up here, Kevin, but I want to touch on the AEW uh, news. Sure. Well, uh, some contracts have been renewed. Yeah, I know there was talk with the yeah. uh, possibly the elite were going to join Cody Rhodes in WWE, but I guess not. They're staying for the foreseeable no. future. Confirmed by All Elite Wrestling today, and this is broken earlier today by Fightful. Tip of the cap to Sean Rassap and his whole crew. Tip of the cap. The people over there. Yeah, yeah I, I don't work for them, but I still appreciate what they do. Uh, <laughs> You're a good man. You're so, a man. Yeah, well, they, they break the news. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, so Matt Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page, the elite, they all are represented by the same agent. They're all staying with all yeah. wrestling. Multi-year agreement. The Bucks and Omega retain their EVP status with the company. Ooh, that's key. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, some, some people thought that that might change. Uh, with uh, a, a TV contract that AEW is trying to secure, a new one. It seems like that's just a foregone conclusion, at least most people I talk to. You know, AEW has three TV shows currently on Turner. I think they could uh, use, and, he, Tony could use some help creatively. You know? Yeah, yeah. But some people, it, what what exactly their roles are as executive vice presidents has always been murky to people that don't that don't have an inner working knowledge of the company. Of course. It's worth noting, uh, All the Wrestling, not a publicly traded company. You don't have to, you, don't have to, you can say what their roles are, 
you don't have to like define them or be openly transparent until they're publicly. Yeah, 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 that's true. Until yeah, until they're public. So uh, you know, it's it's interesting how that that happened. Uh, and then you have some people saying, oh, they're so upset with CM Punk coming back. The whole fight last year backstage, they got suspended. He was out with the injury. All these different things. Legitimate fight backstage. So um, that that may have delayed this thing. And that was there an interest from WWE? WWE certainly would have wanted them. Um, but there wasn't any real talks to get the box Omega or Hangman over to WWE. Yeah, but they would have been interested in And sources within WWE uh, stated to reporters that, yeah, we had good dealings with them in 2018, though we didn't sign. Them. Yeah, there so, was interest so, in the Bucks, right? They talked to the Bucks. and uh, The Bucks and Omega in 2018 for the launch of, uh, of uh, All Elite Wrestling. Okay, yeah. I think Omega was maybe like there was some talk with him in January that that 2018 oh. year, and he was going to maybe appear. They, the- they had they had meetings a couple months before they agreed to the deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're sticking around. Uh. Now is Hangman's role uh, uh promoted promoted does or he's still standard wrestler? He's not like an EVP. He's still standard wrestler. Uh. But it just, all we know is that they're locked in, and this was something that people were a little bit more confident about when they knew a TV deal was going to happen. Yeah. So. Um. I feel like fans, like fans, are just like you know, either you like them or you hate them. I feel like AEW fans are very polarized on the either. Sure. Either they're same pro- thing. Say, I mean, there, there's a lot of pro Vince people and stuff like that too. Yeah. Everyone's gonna pick their camp on an issue, yeah. Um, uh, but think- it's good for wrestling. I mean, AEW's gonna have a very, very big couple of weeks here. They're, uh, that, you know, so they- that's the quick thing I wanna before we wrap up. I wanna touch on that with you. It feels like SummerSlam gets advertised as the biggest party of the summer, but sure. AEW, they got two big parties coming up just in a few weeks. They got the 200th. We're actually taping right now in the middle of the 200th episode of Dynamite. Yeah. Right, We got that right yeah. now. You have All In in a couple weeks, and then you literally the week later is All Out in uh, Chicago at the United Center. Which, Think uh, about this. Yeah, They're going to run London for the first yeah. time ever. Yeah. Their first show uh, ever outside of North America. North America. Oh, yeah, be, it's Canada. Yeah. yeah, outside North America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they are going to run likely 80,000 people. Okay. Uh, and they're claiming to have the biggest European wrestling event this year. And yeah. WWE ran Europe this year already. They but ran Money in the Bank in England. But it wasn't as good. Uh, and, and wasn't it curious that John Cena came out at Money in the Bank as a surprise and said, wouldn't you guys want a WrestleMania? I was like, oh, okay, this is this is like tit for tat. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to do really, really well. They've already made millions on the show before it even started they haven't announced a match for this show oh, that's our and thing it's too. at the it's at the end of august yeah uh so so that's the last week in august and the first weekend of september labor day weekend is they're gonna run the united center in yeah. chicago with three different uh arena events that week and two, two yeah they'll be at the events. now arena for the first two and then uh, yeah united center yeah and, and you got starcast and all these different things all so i mean yeah. it's a lot it's a lot a lot of it's, a lot, it's a lot to ask you the fans, but I mean, for yeah. the fans in Europe, I think they'll do very, very well. The yeah. fact they haven't announced any of the matches just yet, we're going to get one announced while we're taping here. You know, yeah, we're going to sure. confirm some things. They're going to do MJF versus uh, Adam Cole. Uh, there's oh, some talk oh, of them bringing in Rob Van Dam to work the shows. Okay, uh, it's just a, a, a fun name to add to everything like that. But it certainly, uh, certainly shows their worth. You know that not everything with them has been perfect. They roll out this video game; it didn't uh, blow the world up. It's a fine video game. It's not the worst video game. Fight forever. It was a lot of anticipation with that. You had the whole thing the with delays. That was more yes. production delay. Uh, the collision seems like it's doing very, very well. See, collision seems very, the very rating. Well the minute by minutes have been pretty good, but they're also yeah. for a Saturday night wrestling show. It's really good. But here's the real test. You're going to start running that show on Saturday nights up against WWE pay per view. Mm-hmm. What's that yes. going to look like? Like this Saturday? Yeah. yeah. 
This will be the first one. SummerSlam this Saturday. Can we can we run down matches with it, or what do you want to do? Uh, we only now? have a few minutes left on this recording, so oh, just, let's zip through it. Zip through it. Zip give me through your, it. Give me give me your take here. Roman Reigns, Jey Uso. Who do you got? I got. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Roman. I think something there might yeah. be shenanigans or something. I don't think Roman's losing losing the title on Saturday. Uh, they just got to get you to believe that he won't that he could lose. Promos. I mean, two and a half seconds. Every, get you on one pinfall. That's all it every, takes. Yeah, everybody has been it. saying the promos have been. I will say, Jay Uso has been delivering promos of the promos of the year. I'm very impressed by this because again, it's real. It's believable. They are brothers. They are cousins. Like this is all you know, real things. Uh, maybe The Rock shows up. You know, keep that tribal bloodline thing going. I'm. I'm we got him in there in that list of uh, potential returns. Sports Geek Wrestling, go seek it out. My voice is on the video, so you'll know uh, my voice well, and you'll see my Orton, voice. I, I, I'm looking forward to an Orton appearance because I feel like. Orton would be a good way because it also feels like Cody's going to lose the Brock Lesnar. His return is a little bit way off more than people think. Uh, a neck, a lower back fusion well, surgery. Maybe we're being worked, Kevin. <laughs> we're getting worked, brother. We're, we're grabbing a we hold. Also don't need, to he, just, he, he needs to come in and fight, but I feel like Cody's going to lose to Brock Lesnar and that'll set up another feud. Somebody's going to come in and that'll start his next feud. Yeah, so we'll see yeah. what happens there. There's potential for different things there, but overall, this is a very stacked show. It's a good you're Becky, you're getting Becky versus Trish on this show. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. I thought it was show. They just added a battle royal to get a bunch of big name guys. LA Knight's going to be in a battle royal. Sheamus is going to be in there. Nakamura is going to be in there. Is, so, is yeah, Becky Lynch still? Ha- I believe that's not happening. As of Raw yesterday, I believe it's not happening. Is it? Is it uh, happening? potential? Working or are they working us that it will still happen? Yeah, and they have Ronda versus Sheena. That's a non-title. A, that's an MMA a, match. An MMA match. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That could be her. That could be her final WWE match too. Ronda. Oh, she's not. They're not going to give us Becky Ronda like they could be the hard out for her deal. Yeah, it could be a hard um, out for her. So then, yeah, then Shayna better get the win. Then if if it's if it is the yeah. uh, Ronda's last match, then Shayna should get the win there. Um, uh, and tickets doing pretty well for this. They're not using the entire Ford Field. They're using about three thirds of it. Three thirds, um, but resale, resale. The, the always indicative of how much people are interested oh, yeah. in going to a show is what is it being resold? I didn't for? buy resale for this. Is huge. I didn't buy Mania Day Two tickets till the day of, and I got them. I got a really good deal on that because we were. Yeah, actually but you, you, yeah, but you can. It's kind of how you play the market, you know. You but we're talking like what. We're Wednesday. The show's Saturday. Saturday you yeah. still have some tickets that are getting for double face value. You oh, know, whenever you, and I'm talking up there seats. Mm-hmm. And then you have other ones that are fair. But I mean, on the floor, you're going to spend a, a, no, you're a significant spend, fortune. You're going to spend some chump change on this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the paper. I, I do plan on going. Uh, it should be a good time. I know you're unfortunately not going to be there. Uh, no, I'm going to be doing, a, I'm going to be hitting the comedy road. Real, real busy. So uh, Rose Battle go, Chicago. Yeah, we're doing Rose Chicago. Stuff. You want to plug that real quick, Kevin, before we get sure. out? Sure. Uh, if you like comedy, we're goofing around. Uh, we're making fun of each other. We're two beards, one one bit. You know, beards, so um, <laughs> go check it out. Uh, we we have a podcast that has audio of the battles. We have full videos of the battles. Those are up right now. We have a Patreon, Roast Battle Chicago, first and third Thursday every month at Lincoln Lodge, and we're going to Zany's as well uh, in Chicago. Yes, uh, and we'll put the links for all that in the subject of this uh, episode. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Uh, this has been uh, a Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast news update. I've been Pratik Sarastava at Pratik Comedy. Thank you guys so much.